Welcome in to another episode of the Motor Car Marketplace podcast. I am your host, Mac Moore, and today we will be looking at a car that has really caught my attention in the last couple of days uh, and has been blowing up the Bring a Trailer service and Bring a Trailer auctions a lot recently. I'm sure if you've been on Bring a Trailer, you've probably seen more than just a couple of these. And that would be the E36 BMW M3. It's really a fascinating car. And so today I'm going to talk about it a little bit and then go through the pricing models. And uh, I think there's going to be a market for these in the very near future that is a little bit different. I will explain that at the end of the show. And before we get into any of that, I'd like to pose this question to y'all. And that is what on earth were American car buyers thinking back in the 90s and what was really desirable amongst American car buyers because clearly it was not performance. Uh, if you don't know, the European version, the Eurospec model of the E36 BMW M3 is far superior than anything we got here in America and that is really a huge shame because American E36 M3s aren't anywhere near as cool or as valuable as Eurospec E36 M3s. Uh, which is really kind of fascinating. In the U.S., uh, to, for starters, in the U.S., we got the um, toned-down version, really, is what it should be referred to as. Our, our version came with 240 horsepower and uh, 0 to 60 time, about 6 seconds, amongst other downgrades, while the Eurospec model came in with 286 horsepower. Uh, and actually, after 1995, that horsepower rating was bumped up to 321, which is really approaching uh, E46 M3 horsepower figures. And it had a 0 to 60 time, the Eurospec version did, of 5.5 seconds. So a whole half second quicker, the Eurospec versions were uh, compared to the American models. And that is a true, 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 true shame. Because here in America today, we would be jumping at the, chomping at the bit for the Eurospec versions if they were sold right this second. I mean, this is what American car buyers want now. And so I'm really curious as to what was desirable amongst American car buyers back in the 90s. Uh, was it fuel economy? Uh, I know they came in at a cheaper price point here in America, obviously, because BMW chinsed out on a couple things. But I, I just want to let that settle in for those of you listening right now. As a contributing factor to the lower horsepower figures, the US spec model didn't even have ITBs, so individual throttle bodies. It also had a lower compression ratio and a two-stage Vanoss system when compared to the Eurospec's continuously variable Vanoss valve timing system. Uh, the US spec also, this is rather interesting, the US spec didn't get the option for headlight washers and US spec models didn't even have a temperature gauge, an oil temperature gauge. Excuse me. So instead of having the oil temperature gauge, U.S. Uh, versions got a uh, an MPG rating. So clearly, U.S. buyers were more concerned about fuel economy at the time, and Euro buyers also were the only ones that got the option for a six-speed gearbox. Uh, that began in 1995 when they got the more juiced-up engine at 321 horsepower. Uh, so BMW really did skimp out on a lot of th a lot of things to offer the car at a lower price point. I believe that price point was 35 or 36,000 back in 1995, which is when the E36 M3 first came to America, which is actually kind of funny because this car originally sold um or was produced from 1992 until uh 1990 
nine, I believe, was the final year of production for this car. So it took the BMW Car Club of America about three years to campaign to finally get the E36 M3 to America. And even then, they were given sort of a lesser version of it. So that is the short and sweet history of the E36 M3 and its journey to America, the prolonged journey for an uh, M3 that left a lot to be desired, unfortunately. So now that I've talked about a brief history of the E36 M3, given a couple specs and mainly the differences between how Europe got a wonderful car and America got a, a pretty good car is what we'll call it, uh, I think now is a good point to talk about the valuation and how the E36 M3 has really taken Bring a Trailer by storm as of recently. Uh, there's right now on October 27th, there's about three live auctions, I believe, for an E36 M3, and these cars are just popping up a lot, especially in 2017. It's certainly a seller's market right now. Uh, and after looking at the neat little Bring a Trailer chart, it was pretty interesting to see how prices have gone up, uh, especially over the past, oh, five years or so. Um, the most expensive one to sell on Bring a Trailer, or well, at least to be listed on Bring a Trailer, actually didn't sell was a 1995 lightweight model with only 100 miles on it. So like that McLaren from last week, it was a collector's, collector's car really just kind of sat in someone's garage. And the reserve was not met on that vehicle. Uh, the uh, highest bid though was $154,000. And at $154,000, that car needs to sell. So whoever the owner was, was just really, really, really greedy. The lightweight model, while it is cool, it's not exactly spectacular or even 10 times the average value of a regular uh, E36 M3, even if it does have 100 miles on it. The lightweight model, uh, really the only difference is, aside, the, really only the, the only mechanical differences, as I should say, was that it is about 200 pounds, uh, weighs 200 pounds less than the standard E36 M3 did at the time. Aside from that, everything was about the same, and it still, it wasn't the Eurospec car, so I don't really get how that vehicle even got to that high of a number, especially that it didn't sell. That seems ridiculous to me. Um, but another lightweight model did sell on Bring a Trailer back in 2015, and that one actually sold for $41,500, a much more reasonable figure and that vehicle only had 92,000 miles on it, which is understandable, especially at that price point. That is a more than fair figure to be selling at. Uh, but anyway, enough with those. Uh, the regular E36 M3s are certainly different uh, and go for substantially less, uh, especially on Bring a Trailer. You can, get, you can pick one up for a very good figure. Uh, on there, you, the, you usually see them go for about ten to twenty thousand dollars pretty easy easily obviously one going for about twenty thousand dollars would be a lot nicer uh the most notable recent sale i've seen on bring a trailer was this green one it was actually a canadian car which is rather interesting i believe it came from uh calgary but it was a green e36 m3 uh coupe five-speed coupe that sold for eighteen thousand five hundred dollars which was very practical number. I thought it was going to sell for over 20. So whoever the buyer was got a very, very, very good deal on the car. And that is usually uh, the right figure to be expecting. Um, 
especially for a good condition E36M3, one for sub 50,000 miles, that is a very good number for it. Uh, and then we can proceed on to, let's say, a what, what what's on Hemmings right now. On Hemmings, the most expensive one there is, uh, be, is asking for $16,000 and it has just over 100,000 miles. I think it has 100,000 mile, 100,298 miles or something along that line. Uh, but for just an American version E36 M3, you should look to spend oh, 10 to 13,000 for a pure driver's car, maybe 14 to 15,000 now that values have gone up a little bit. Uh, anything under 10, you're going to need to do some work on it. And then up to the $20,000 realm, above $20,000, you're going to get a very nice car. And for those of you curious on Haggerty, a number one Concours level vehicle, uh, they say is worth $38,500, which is probably right if it's, if it is something that is got less than 20,000 miles on it and is in pristine condition, then I wouldn't be shocked to see a, a, even an American E36 M3 go for about upwards of $40,000. Uh, that's a very fair figure. And to talk about the car that you guys are probably really curious about, the Eurospec M3. And certainly, as we all know, the Eurospec version is a lot better, and so the values do reflect that. Uh, the only one to sell on Bring a Trailer, or even be listed on Bring a Trailer for that matter, sold for $17,500 back in October of 2016, so just before these cars became extremely popular. Uh, and it actually had 92,000 miles on it, I think 91 or 92,000 miles on it, and was a very desirable car. I believe it was first sold to a buyer in Japan, and then imported to Canada later on. But enough about that, it sold for 17500 which was is more than what an American version would sell for. An American car with that much mileage would probably get about 13500 so four grand less. Uh, but again, that was back in October 2016. Today, the values of those Eurospec cars have gone up significantly. Uh, one of them that I saw for sale was on a website called TopClassicCarsForSale.com. And they were actually asking $35,000 for a Eurospec model with 91,000 miles on the clock. Uh, and it was actually in a, in a unique color for that matter. It was in Dakar yellow. But these owners of Eurospec cars, they're, they're trying to sell them right now, seem to be a little greedy and want more than $30,000 for the cars, even though the, they, they, it seems reasonable to expect that the Eurospec models would trade in the mid to high 20s. And since it is 2017, we're actually approaching the 25-year the mark for a bunch of these gray market vehicles to finally start coming into the U.S. and be legalized here, federalized here. So the opportunity for Eurospec models to come in is about to open up the gates, the floodgates, and it is going to be, hopefully... A very good thing for American buyers so we might finally have the opportunity to buy the E36 M3s that we dreamed about back in the early to mid and even late 90s so I'm hoping that many buyers see that as a possibility and start importing more of these Eurospec models in the near future now with that said I think that there will be a lot of hype about that should this happen and that a lot of buyers are, or people are going to 
bring these vehicles over and then try and sell them for an astonishing figure, you know, maybe upwards of 40 grand just because they can, they can ask that much. But I, I still don't see buyers paying that much for one of those. Um, because if, if you, if you're given the option, you're not going to purchase an E36 M3 over an E46 M3 for the same amount of money. That's just not what, what, what's going to happen with a lot of these buyers. Those cars are too close in generation years. So I will still see Eurospec vehicles fetching near E46 numbers and certainly a, a good Eurospec version car is probably going to fetch what a fair E46 M3 gets, but I'm very, very, very excited for the future of the E36 M3s, especially with Eurospec models hopefully coming over uh, as gray market vehicles, and I'm hoping that that actually really does happen in the future, and it might be a business opportunity for someone to just send over a bunch of Eurospec E36 models to American buyers that have always dreamed about that perfect Eurospec E36 M3 that they never got to have just simply because it wasn't legal here in the U.S. 20 years ago. As for the cars themselves, I've again, this is like the McLaren F1. I have not driven one, unfortunately, but I hear and I've seen reviews about them plenty. It's touted as one of the best handling cars of all time, and I'm sure that that's very true. It's a very small and compact vehicle, and I'm sure when it's pepped with 321 horsepower and a six-speed manual gearbox that it is probably the most fun you can have legally on American roads. It's it's rare that sweet spot where you can still have to use the full range of gears to get it up to speed, not like a supercar where you know you get into third gear and all of a sudden you're 30 miles over the speed limit. So I'm anxious to try and test drive one of these and possibly buy one in the future as it could actually be a good investment for for um, collector car buyers in, here in the near future. With all that said, I believe that that is what will do it for today's episode of the Motor Car Marketplace podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to try and keep these to 15 minutes long apiece. Um, if you have any, any vehicles that you would like me to talk about in the future, you can contact the Motor Car Marketplace Facebook page, or you can contact myself, Mac Moore, on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter and pretty much all forms of social media. My uh, 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 username is the same at LawMacMore, L-A-W-M-A-C-M-O-O-R-E. And I hope, again, hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening. And it appears that the website may actually be up here within the next month. I've done a little bit of progress on it and I'm hoping that I can get that up and running and have a solid idea completed uh, or at least a vision completed within the next couple weeks and then have the website up and registered and all that done here shortly. So again, thank you so much for listening and please go check out our Facebook page, uh, Motor Car Marketplace on Facebook and we're also on Instagram at Motor Car Marketplace or you can come stalk me at Law Macmore. So again, thank you and I hope you have a good week.